All right. So, Erin, um, I know you've been on my program before. So, yes. tell a little bit about yourself and and what you do and everything like Awesome. Thank you so much, Sarah, for having me back. And it's been so fun to collaborate with you. So it's great to be back. And I have pivoted my business a little bit since we've talked last. And yeah, but everything that I do still is applicable to so many facets of life. Now I work with highly or high achieving women married to introverts. And I work with, so I work on relationships, communication, building strong relationships and whatnot, rather than just the time management like I was before. But time management and goals and planning is still so integral for what I do. That's awesome. So what what kind of, what did you pivot to? Like, what are you doing now? Yeah, so I'm a communications coach is what I oh, okay. title myself now instead of a time management coach. But when I'm talking about communications, I really focus on effective communication, saving time overall, learning how to communicate, learning how to have hard conversations, learning how to be in relationships with people, whether it is a romantic relationship or a business partnership or just a friendship, whatever, and being able to make the most out of that relationship by communicating well and being there for each other despite differences. So that's really where I'm at in my business now. And it's so much fun. That's awesome. I love hearing that. So let's talk a little bit about goals. Last time we talked a lot about productivity, which was so fun. Like I said, if you haven't seen that video, definitely check that <laughs> out. We've I've got it on uh, you know on YouTube, on Facebook, and and probably somewhere in Instagram. It's a little harder to find it on there, I'm sure. But right, <laughs> there's some nice titles and pictures and stuff on on YouTube and Facebook. But so let's dig into goals. I know it's February and people aren't really thinking about goals much anymore because they think about it so much in like end of December, beginning of January. <laughs> So like, I know I didn't send you this question, but why should we think be thinking about goals now in February, the end of February? Because goals should never stop. In my opinion, I don't think you should ever get to a point where you're just like, I've given up. I didn't hit my goals. My New Year's resolutions flopped. I'm a huge believer in continuing to set goals throughout the year. And if you have the mentality that New Year's resolution is the time to set goals, then it can be super pressure filled and really discouraging. And that's not what goal setting is about at all. In my yeah, opinion. Hey, <laughs> I love all those stories of like people who go to the gym and like the gyms are just hacked like at the beginning of January mm-hmm. and then it just like tapers, 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 tapers. But so that's that's funny. But so how like so you were just saying constantly setting goals, like how often do you recommend kind of revisiting your goals, setting goals. What do you think? I personally recommend weekly, if not daily, because our human brain can only think so far in advance. And so if you've set a yearly goal, that's great. But if you don't revisit that goal a lot, you're going to lose focus of what that goal was in the first place. And that's why at the end of December or November, you might look back and get really discouraged because none of your goals have been met. And so I really encourage all of my clients and I do this with myself. I sit down and I have a weekly planning session, which we've talked about in our last YouTube live, but I plan weekly and I revisit my goals weekly and daily 
And I think it's so important to look at what you're doing every single day and ask yourself a question. What is one thing I can do to get closer to my goal? And because if you're trying to lose 30 pounds, and I know when it comes to goal setting, usually people go straight to like health and nutrition. And if you want to lose 30 pounds, you're not going to lose 30 pounds tomorrow. But what is the one thing you could do to get closer to that goal of losing 30 pounds? So if it's weight loss or whatever it is, just ask yourself that one question and it's going to give you a very, you're going to get a response in a very, very small way of something you can do that will feel almost too easy. And that's why people don't do it. (laughs) It totally makes sense. Like, oh, it's so simple. Yeah. But I'm not going to do that. (laughs) Uh Yeah. (laughs) So what would be the difference between like, so, you know, you're wanting to revisit these goals all the time. So what's Mm -hmm. the difference maybe between a long-term goal and a short-term goal? And how many should you try to work on at once? Well, there's a lot of different ways you can approach this. And I love that question because we do use the terms long-term and short-term goals. But I just want to throw it out there that there are no such thing as long-term goals. There are only short-term goals because every long-term goal that we've ever accomplished in our life has been a compilation of a bunch of short-term goals. So if you have a goal of zero cavities and you're going to the dentist routinely every six months, you know that just by brushing your teeth once a day, is going to get you to that goal of zero cavities. And so, (laughs) right, that's the hope anyway. And so you can have long-term goals. I'm not like, I don't discourage people from setting long-term goals, but if you get discouraged by that long-term goal, that's when I really encourage people to just set a shorter-term goal because that shorter-term goal is actually going to give you way more traction than trying to hit a long-term goal. Again, with weight loss, if you're trying to lose 30 pounds tomorrow or (laughs) if you just want to eat one less cookie today, that's way easier. Instead of eating 10 cookies, you're only going to eat nine cookies. Right. And that is a lot more attainable and it's a lot more realistic. And you can actually see that small, small, small progress that you're making today to get closer to that long-term goal. Yeah, that's true. Because it can be discouraging because you're definitely not going to lose 30 pounds tomorrow. Mm-hmm. You know, that's going to take some time. And, yeah. you know, you're like, oh, my gosh, like I have this goal. I'm weighing myself every single day and I'm like mm-hmm. not getting any closer to my end goal. So, yeah, that's yeah. definitely can be discouraging. So how many goals do you think you should be working on it like at any given time? That's another great question. I recommend working on, if you talk about long-term and short-term, I really recommend working on two, one long-term and one short-term, because you might also have a short-term goal to go to the zoo this summer or go to the zoo next week. And so even the things that we want to do that are part of our schedules our goals. And something I just want to bring up here too is too often I see people that they get discouraged because they don't think they ever follow through on anything because I'm terrible at goal setting. I don't do it. I don't like it. And that's not true. I just like want people, I want to poke at that belief. If you have that belief that you're bad at goal setting because you're really good at doing the things you want to do. 
Right. You really yeah. are. Like, and so, so true. I'm really good at binging like Netflix, really oh, good yeah. at it. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And it doesn't matter like what you're currently doing and not, but whatever you're actually follow through, following through on right now, it's because you have a goal to do that thing. Even if it's getting out of bed in the morning, you have a goal to get out of bed, to go to work, to take a shower, to brush your teeth, to eat food, like to stay alive. Like you have those goals. Right. And so I really want to encourage people to to remember, like you are good at setting goals. You're good at following through with the things you want to do. And when it comes to setting goals that is going to push you out of the comfort zone, just know it's going to be a little bit harder, but that doesn't mean you won't be able to do it. Right. That's awesome. So now that we know, like, okay, we're, you know, focused on like kind of two goals at once mm -hmm. and we, we've got our long-term goals, short-term goals. What is the best way to figure out what goals you want to set? Because you're like, okay, I should probably set a couple goals, but what do I really want to focus on? That's another super great question. And the biggest, these are all really good questions because we all have these questions. And right. The best way to figure out what goals you want to set is to ask yourself. To really sit down and ask yourself. You can look outside of you for inspiration and ideas, but don't look outside of you for the answers of what you should do. Because that's, in my opinion, that is one reason why people get so discouraged about their goals is because they're doing something that someone else told them to do. Sure. So I love asking myself, at the, especially like at the beginning of the year, but I started setting goals around my birthday because I felt like that was a much more pivotal time for me than a calendar year was my <laughs> own birthday year. And yeah. so I have two questions that I love to ask myself. And I would encourage anyone if you're like, I don't know, is to ask yourself, what do you really, really, really want? Not like, what do you want to do? But like, what do you really, 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 really want? And then the other one, really, really want. <laughs> and then I the bust one. out the Spice Girls. <laughs> right. And then the other one is just, what do you secretly want? Because, and you're going to get some answers that you wouldn't typically get when you ask yourself those questions. What do I really want? Or what do I secretly want? You're going to get answers for the things that you actually want. And I love yeah. this. Yeah. I, I can fall into that, into the trap of what do I think other people want me to be doing? Uh -huh. You know? And like, oh, okay, like I should have this goal and this goal, but mm -hmm. that's not what I really, really want. Yeah. Or even secretly want. <laughs> exactly. And I truly believe that those secret things that we want, they sometimes scare us. And it's a good thing. <laughs> I truly think those desires that we have that we're like, oh, no, there's just no way. Oh, no, I could never do that. I could never be that person. I don't want to do that. I truly believe that those goals are the ones that you, like only you, can do. And I'm a, I'm a huge believer in that of like, 
if you have the desire to do something, you also are going to have the courage to do it, even if it scares you. But you're going to figure out a way. And one of the things for me I knew that I wanted from a really young age was to be an entrepreneur. And I didn't lean into that desire of mine until my mid-late 20s. And then when I finally did, though, I felt like, oh, finally, like I'm finally doing what I really have always wanted to do. And it scared me, too, because I was like, being an entrepreneur is so hard. There's so much risk. It's all on me. And it was like I was filled with so much other stuff, you know, but I also was like, I'm answering that desire for what I really, really want. And that was so worth it. Yeah, it still is every single day. (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) So I think we've already kind of touched on this a little bit, but like what kind of things should you keep in mind when you're trying to set a goal? Like, are there any like things out there you were like, okay, I should do this and do that? Yeah, there the a few there's a few things when it comes to this is one pick something that you're actually excited about and I'll go back to my exact example of entrepreneurship it's something that I knew I really really wanted and I didn't just act as soon as I had it when I was a young girl it was something that I just took care of for a long time that I was like someday I'm going to be an entrepreneur so sometimes sometimes those desires that we have just take care of those because you know you're going to come after them in the first place Because if I would have gone after it when I was a teenager, I wouldn't have been excited about it. It wouldn't have been fun for me. So whatever you're like, wherever you're at right now is just pick something you're actually excited about. Like, I love another question to ask yourself is if you can put the phrase, wouldn't it be cool if? (laughs) Nice. And if that can create excitement for you then that's a good sign that you're on the right track. Like, wouldn't it be cool if I lost 30 pounds? Wouldn't it be cool if I learned how to make a cake? Wouldn't it be cool if I made X amount of money? And I love, because that is going to be your true telltale of whether or not you're truly excited for for the goal. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, so Sarah, what's one of your goals? You have something that you're excited about? I well. Funny you should say lose weight. And I'll get into the kind of like apps and stuff that help you keep track. But I like, here are my current goals. So I, and maybe I'll just get into this right now and then we can look at what my actual goals are. But I love rocket books. Like, so I've talked about this yes. in the past. Like, I love, love, love my rocket book. <laughs> I love my rocket book. <laughs> So what I did in my rocket book, though, is I made some templates that are like permanent. So I used permanent ink for this template. And so mm-hmm. and like I'll do I don't want to like mess up any of my other stuff, but like. And I'll go through like so it's kind of like a bullet journal. And mm-hmm. so like I've got these like templates and I can just like and it'll wipe out everything except for what's you know yeah except for the template and I have been loving this so I used so like either like sharpie Mm -hmm. or or these micron pens these are just like permanent pens but then like you have to like I was very meticulous because I yeah. do these templates like all the time. Like I'm not an artist. I mm-hmm. can't 
do stuff like that. So I can do it once and then like be done with it. But like, so you have to do it and then you have to like let it sit for like three days. Mm -hmm. I actually, I think I let mine sit for like two weeks before I started like using it because otherwise like the ink is just not dry enough to handle like all the erasing and everything. So, Mm -hmm. so I have these like daily pages that I made. I love it. I know. I do too. It's like my favorite. <laughs> but I made these like these goal templates. So uh-huh. that first one is like just kind of a summary of all the goals mm-hmm. that I'm working on right now. And I only have room for three. So mm-hmm. and I only have two on here. So I'm like, yes, I'm like right on track. <laughs> yeah. So so my two goals is lose weight. So I had surgery on my shoulder. I've got mm-hmm. a few extra pounds that I want. So so that's one of them. And so you can see like, and I've got kind of, so this is the whole goal template. And I'm like, I can't see. But like, so I've got my goal. I've got why. I have like my target date and the start date allows me to, you know, do this. I have accountability, what I'm going to celebrate. And then like, you know, interim goals. So these are like the short-term goals. Yeah. Uh, and I can like keep track. And then these are like habits that I need to do every day in order to like maintain that goal. So, and then my other goal is 20,000 YouTube subscribers. I am at 11,500 right now. So my target date for that is September this year. But anyway, so that's, so then I've got like, you know, this, like, these are the habits that I need. These are just kind of like a summary of my goals. And then, like I said, so I've got these like two monthly pages and then I have a weekly spread here, like of like what kind of I need to focus on every day and then like my daily. And so I have seven of these daily pages. And so then mm-hmm. after the, at the end of the week, I snap my rocket book for all seven pages and mm-hmm. for the week. And then it's in a nice like PDF that like I can go back and reference. But then I just wipe it all and start over again. That's awesome. So those are my two goals and that's like my kind of rocket book. But what are your goals that you're working on? No, that's super great. So one thing I want to point out here is with your goals, make make sure no matter what your goal is, make sure you're able to quantify it in some way. Because another thing, it's easy to quantify weight because we measure that in pounds, right? right? But there are so many other things, other goals that people have that if you have something that's not easily quantifiable, figure out a way to quantify it. So if you want to become a better listener or a better communicator, and I see this a lot with communication, is how can you quantify whether or not you're improving in your listening skills, in your communication skills? And so I love both of your goals because they're easily quantifiable and not saying you shouldn't set goals that are, are not just know that if I want to be more spiritual or repair a relationship or be a better listener, how can you know if you've reached that goal? So I do want to point that out because I think that is something that is easily overlooked. And also when There's another thing and I'll share the goals that I'm working on and but just know that when you're setting goals, don't ever have the 
fear that if you set one goal that you won't be able to do other things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because every single goal that you set, if you're working towards it and you're going all in on this one goal, it's going to affect all the other areas of your life. So true. So sorry, what were we going to say? Well, I was just going to I am so guilty of that so much. Like I get tunnel vision on like what I'm specifically working on and then like everything else falls by the wayside because mm-hmm. I'm just like tunnel visioned on that one specific thing. So, yeah, that's such good advice because you know, you got to you know, okay, I'm going to set aside like this amount of time each day to focus on that goal and then mm-hmm. that can help help you not have that tunnel vision. Yeah. And set parameters for yourself regardless of the goal. Right. How do you know when you're achieving it each day too? Because you could work out all day every day until you lost 30 pounds, but that's not going to be good for the other areas of your life. So it's not just about hitting your target weight. It's about creating a lifestyle where you can ideally keep the weight off, right? Right. And that's where the balance will come in. And one goal that I have this year is to be a guest on a hundred different podcasts. Oh, I love it. And it has been quite the adventure because I have other business goals that I would qualify as long-term goals. And one of the things is that I was like, okay, what do I need to do this year to actually hit my business goals, either my revenue goals or my my packages sold goals? And I'm like, well, I need to get my message or what I do in front of more audiences. So what's something else I could do? And I had initially, I'll share this too, because I had initially set a goal of, at the beginning of the year, I had set a goal of being on 26. So so one every other week. And okay. then I I was interviewing someone for my podcast and she was, and off off our podcast, we were just talking And she said, yeah, I have a goal that makes me want to throw up and I'm going to be on a hundred podcasts this year. And I was like, oh my heck, there's just no way. There's no way. Yeah. And I was like, well, good for you. But then I thought about it a lot more and I was like, maybe she's right. Maybe (laughs) I am setting my goal a little bit too easy sometimes I do think that we set goals because we know we can get it right which is not bad I'm super guilty of that super guilty yeah but then I was like okay maybe Amanda is right maybe I should shoot for a bigger goal maybe I should go for a hundred too yeah and so then I was like okay I'm gonna do it and so how I've broken down that that goal because I'm not going to be on a hundred podcasts today is are you sure? I mean, I think you've got the time. <laughs> and and I've just said, okay, what seems doable to me today? And I've started to reach out to a bunch of people and try to connect and network. And I was like, okay, for every 10 that I reach out to, I get about one person who responds. So about 10% response rate. So to be on a hundred, I might have to reach out to a thousand people. A thousand people. That's crazy. And to date, I just looked at my, and this is where I'm keeping track of all of these people that I'm reaching out to in a spreadsheet. We talked about Google Docs, how much we love it. 
Yes. Love it so much. And I'm keeping all of this. I'm keeping a record of all these people I'm contacting with because it's a marker for me. And I've reached out to 78 people so far. It's amazing. (laughs) And I've been interviewed on eight podcasts and I have eight more on my calendar that are scheduled for the future. So we're at the end of February and I've total is 16. So I'm like, okay, I'm getting there. It's still so far away from 100. Yeah. But it is so much further than I would have been if I had only set my goal for 26. Right, right. Because you'd be like, okay, I'll reach out to like a couple people today and like be done with that. But Mm -hmm. the more you're reaching out, that's amazing. Actually, I'm thinking like, oh, that actually might be a good goal for me. (laughs) And and I love that you brought up you want followers, right, on your YouTube channel because it's a similar idea. And so... However you increase followers, go keep walking backwards and ask yourself, what do I need to do to get 10 more followers today? And and for me, with the podcast of reaching out to people to get on 100 podcasts this year, I have done the math about I need to reach out to about 20 potential podcast hosts per, per week. Wow. And then it seems like a lot, but then I'm like, okay. And then I do about five a day. And so give or take, I'm doing anywhere from three to five a day. And I'm putting out messages to about 20 people per week. And I'm just continuing to grow my list of contacts, but I'm also even people who have declined me as a guest, I'm still making so many great connections. I'm getting to know people. And it's been so incredible. And it has helped that goal of 100 podcasts this year seem way less daunting. For sure. I'm like, yeah, I can totally do that. Yeah. And I think that's really helpful for anybody watching to like see that process of like, okay, so I have this goal that's, you know, for you, 100 podcasts. And then how Mm -hmm. you break it down into like, okay, so if I'm getting this kind of response rate, you know, and it's kind of shifting all the time because you're still yeah. like figuring out those numbers. Okay, then that means yeah. I need to reach out to this many people every week. You know, mm-hmm. and I love how you're kind of backwards mathing that. Like, Yeah, reverse engineering. <laughs> yeah, that's the word, reverse engineering. <laughs> like backwards mathing, you know. <laughs> that's totally the word, I'm sure. So you did talk about Google Docs. Amazing. Love that. We we talked a lot about tools that we use in our productivity episode. But yeah. so what other good apps or sites can help us keep track of progress and our goals, things like that? Because this is what I'm dying to hear about because I have okay. literally tried like every single goal tracking app and like nothing's exactly what I want. So yeah. So there are a few things. First of all, there are so many. So it's easy to get caught up in the, I'm, it's not exactly what I want. So I'm just going to go try another thing. And that, that I just want to remind you can be a distraction from the goal that you're working towards. True. And so not, and I'm not even talking directly to you, Sarah, but I'm speaking in general, like it is crazy how much time we as a society waste because we have too many options. 
but there are so many great options. So just try a few and see what you like. There are, you can just go into the app store and type in goal tracking app. But a few that I have tried and I have liked is called ClickUp or Stride, Way of Life and Goals on Track. Those are probably like my four top four that I would recommend. But I personally don't even love having things on an app because I, again, you can go back back and watch our previous episode. I love a paper planner. (laughs) I love, I've got my rocket book and I have my paper planner. And I keep track of all my goals and my progress in there. But again, going back to the daily and weekly planning and revisiting your goals, if whatever it is, if it's an app or if it's something on paper. And I love, Sarah, that you have like taken your rocket book and made it your own and written down everything that works for you, because that probably is going to be a better solution for you than using an app, you know? Yeah. And it's so true because I've, like I said, I've tried like all of them and none of them have like everything I want. The thing that came the closest. Oh, my phone. I'm like, where is my phone? (laughs) I am recording on Instagram. Hello, phone. I missed you. But the one that I use, that I have used, I'm not using it now because I've got my like super special rocket book, but it's called like Success Wizard. And it's all like, it's the same thing as Goals Wizard and like, it's all the same company and it's all like the same app. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know why they have like four different apps about the same thing, but, but Success Wizard was my favorite. And I really liked the track, like what I used the most after I stopped using like everything else about it was the tracking, especially when I'm like tracking my follower count and stuff like that. Because Mm -hmm. I could go back and see exactly what my follower count was like a month ago. And Mm -hmm. like I can see that kind of progress in it because I I can type in every single day what my follower count is currently at. And so Mm -hmm. like I really like to be able to like track my progress that way. But but I found like I ignored it like any other time. Like I'd put in my my number for the day and then ignore it. So. And I do think that's a good point because sometimes we don't need all the fancy bells and whistles. Sometimes if you're just keeping track, for me, with my podcast goal of just five a day, it is so easy for me to just check the box of like, did I do it or did I not? Right. And and it's not about guilting myself into, oh, I should have done it, but it's easy for me to see whether or not I did it. And I don't need a fancy app to track that for me. If I know exactly what I'm working towards. So it's going to vary by goal. But if you're trying to track your, what you're eating and you're trying to track macros and micros and all of that stuff, then having an app, doing it in an app is such a good idea. So it is, it will save you so much time. So depending on your goal, you get to decide what's best for you. But I'm going to backtrack to, did, I can't remember if you asked this the question right before sure. your app one. But when... Oh, are, I didn't ask that question. Okay. <laughs> like, oh, look, I skipped right over that. But <laughs> go ahead. Just, yeah, go for yeah. it. So Sarah sent me a question of, once you have a goal in mind, what do you need to do to make sure that you reach it? And there are a few things that no matter what, you're going to hear anyone who is talking about goals say these things you have to write it down you have to put it somewhere 
If it's in an app on your phone, if it's on a piece of paper, just write it down and then put it up somewhere. Vision boards are a really great way to do this. And it's very popular to do vision boards. I personally have a vision board, but you can do it just on a sticky note and stick it on your bathroom mirror. Sometimes it can be that simple. And then look at it often. No matter where you put, write your goals down and then you put it there, make sure you're going to put it, put it somewhere you're going to see it often. So even put it as the screensaver on your phone. So every single time you pick up your phone, that's what you're seeing. And you see your goal of lose 30 pounds. And I know I keep going back to that example, but it's a great goal, right? Or maybe it's a picture of a place that you want to go on, go to on vacation. Whatever it is, it can be so easy and look at it often. And then I want to say this too, revisit your goal often and see if it's still what you want. Uh, Yeah. Because I have found personally that I go to, excuse me, that I go towards a goal and then I realize maybe this isn't really what I wanted. And you get to decide if you don't want to continue doing that goal anymore or not. And when you decide, don't make it mean anything about you of like, oh, I'm never going to lose 30 pounds. But maybe, maybe your goals of the like fat you want to lose and the muscle you want to gain has changed. And now your goal is only to lose 20 pounds because you want to gain 10 pounds in muscle. Right. Yeah. And it can be as simple as that. That doesn't mean that you failed at your goal. It doesn't mean that you're not going to get to where you want to go. It just means that you have decided very consciously like, oh, that's what I thought I wanted, but I don't know if I really want that anymore. And you have complete authority to shift and pivot your goals to what is the best for you. Right. Yeah, that's such a good point. Because even like, and even if you're doing better than you thought, like, like you said, 26, and then you're like, oh, wait, actually... I need to go bigger, you know, so revisiting your goals, even in that aspect where it's not that you're failing, you're like, oh, wait, no, I got to go bigger than this. Um, (laughs) That's going to help you, you know, really gauge. Okay, no, 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 I I can do more, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you can like, don't be afraid to push yourself and don't be afraid to change your goals because that is what goal setting is about. In my opinion, it's about becoming the best version of you. Yeah, absolutely. So speaking of that, I mean, I love the idea of putting it as the background on your phone or something like that. But like, what else can we do when we're starting to lose focus? Like, okay, I have this goal. I don't want to change it. I still want it. But I'm like, I'm having a hard time getting there. Yeah, I that's super normal. First of all, just know that that's really normal. <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with you if that's happening. Right. And then come and ask yourself, do I really want to keep this goal? And if the answer is yes, then ask yourself, what happened to cause me to lose focus? What happened? Maybe it was there were three funerals in your family. There were, you know, three deaths in your family within a short amount of time. You were traveling a lot and you put on extra weight instead of losing it off. Right. You know, there's, and maybe it's as as drastic as that. And sometimes maybe it's as simple as a, well, I just don't really care about losing weight because 
That's just not what I want to do. I thought it's what I wanted, but I really don't care. Right. But again, going back to what you really want, because if you're making your goals from things that other people are telling you to do, or you're doing things that you think you should be doing, then come back and ask yourself these questions. Do I really want this? And why did I lose focus in the first place? And then if it is a goal, like we'll go back to my podcasting goal. There have been weeks this year where in week eight of 2023, there have been weeks this year that I haven't hit my goal of of submitting 20 submissions a week. Mm -hmm. And first of all, you ask yourself, why didn't I get it this week? And don't make it mean anything bad about you. Just observe what happened. Maybe I had a super busy week full of other things going on. Maybe I was on vacation and I just didn't work at all. And whatever obstacles come up for you, then you get to make a plan in advance. If you're like, oh, I went out, I went on vacation or I had a death in my family or I just didn't want to do it or I wanted to do something else instead. Right. Come back. I really wanted the five cookies, but. Yes, I really wanted the five cookies. Whatever it is, come back and see what those obstacles are and then make a plan in advance for how to overcome the obstacles. So when they do come up, you can say, oh, I've, I've been here before. Right. Now I know what to do. So yeah. if we go to my example of there, I did go on vacation and I knew my vacation was coming up, but I didn't plan very well as far as submitting enough enough to hit my goal of 20 before or after I left. And sure. so... So now I can still look back and say, okay, well, I have another vacation coming up in March. What am I going to do to make sure that I even out to make sure that I'm getting enough podcast pitches submitted before I leave on my vacation in March? Yeah. And that alone is going to help you look forward and see where potential obstacles may come. Right. Or with, with cookies, right? If you know you're going That's to my a family, That's- <laughs> right too. I love cookies so much. But Same. Same. Let's say you're going to a family party over the weekend. You yeah. know that there's going to be cookies and cake there. And you know you're going to want to eat them. There's so many things you can do to plan ahead for these obstacles. Number one is pre-decide how many cookies you're going to eat. And then once you hit that limit, stop. So, and you can pick whatever number you want. It can be zero or it can be four. You can say, I'm going to eat four cookies. And once I hit four, I'm going to stop. Yeah. And that is really good for you because you're learning that these tiny little examples are going to be building self-trust. And so you know that you can, you can do what you say you're going to do. (laughs) that right there is the key (laughs) yeah it's the self-control where you're like oh okay I know I've done this before like you know Mm -hmm. it's funny because I'll you know every day I eat a really good breakfast like it's the same breakfast I eat every single day and then for lunch I have a plan of like I am going to drink this smoothie that I make and like and that is my plan for the day 
But when it comes to like lunch, I'm like, oh, I really don't want that. Like I want something else, you know. And when I hit that obstacle, I'm like, oh, well, you know, I give up. It's I'm done for the day. I I ate cereal instead of my smoothie, you know. <laughs> and then the rest of the day like falls by the wayside. But if I like think about it, I'm like, okay, no. Like there have been days where I haven't even eaten until noon and I didn't even notice, you mm-hmm. know, I, my body doesn't need yeah. to have that, you know? And so like, just trying to tell yourself that self-control of like, mm-hmm. Hey, you know, yes, I really want this instead, but like, this is what's going to help me reach my goal. Yeah, exactly. And that is okay. You don't have to give in to those urges and those desires. I promise you it's going to, it feels like you're going to die, but I promise you, you're not going to die. Are you sure? Do you promise? I do promise. Oh, good. (laughs) And so again, going back to the obstacles, you already know the things that you struggle with. Every person is going to vary on the scale in this regard. You know what you struggle with. And so make a plan in advance. So let's go back to the family party and you know there's going to be cookies. You can decide how many cookies you're going to eat in advance. That's a great way. You can also decide, I am going to eat just as many vegetables, servings of vegetables, as I do cookies. You can tell yourself, I'm only going to eat healthy food until I feel full and then I can go eat dessert. And that way, you know that you're taking care of your natural, like your important nutrition before you're adding on the carbs. And I am all about dessert first. Like, I love it. I'm all about cake for breakfast. And so this is something that I am also working on of like, eat my nutritious foods first. My eat as many vegetables as I do cookies. And that right there, if you just make compromises in your head, because it's not this or that, it's not one or the other, but it's about figuring out how to overcome the obstacles that are the most difficult for you. Right. No, that's awesome. And then honestly, going back to why you're losing focus or if you've lost focus, if you're miserable, then you're not doing it right. Make sure you're, again, have fun with your goals. Right. How can you make them more fun? Because no one wants to be miserable while they're achieving goals. And this is where I love to talk to all of my clients in the regards of the way you talk yourself throughout the entire process is going to be the thing that makes or breaks you. Just learn how to love yourself along the way and set goals because you want to do it. Don't bully yourself into doing things that you don't want to do. Right. Well, and that's like a really easy way to lose focus as well. I mean, because, you know, way back when I had a different blog called Organized Mom, right? Yeah. Yeah. But I hated like talking about organization. I mean, like I I like to talk about organization, you know, like in this setting and things like Uh that, where we're talking about like the technology and stuff. But like once I organized like every room in the house and everything, I'm like, I've got nothing else to talk about. Like this isn't my passion. Mm-hmm. Like technology is my passion. I'd yeah. rather be talking about that. Okay, I'm not writing the right stuff. 
Like I need to pivot, you know, and I need Uh to do this instead because, you know, I'm definitely not on the right track because I hate this. (laughs) Yeah. Yes, exactly. Because and then how much fun are you having in your business now? Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So much more fun. So much more fun. Yeah. And so ask yourself, if you have a goal that you're working on and you're miserable, go stop and ask yourself, like, why am I doing this? Right. Because if you are trying to lose weight and you're hating yourself along the way, you're forcing yourself to go to the gym. Yeah. It's going to be miserable the whole time. And then it's so much easier for you to gain the weight back. But if you know that, why are you losing the weight? Do you have other reasons? Is it because you have a health diagnosis? Is it because you want to, you feel better when you weigh less? Then those right there are the channels for you to tap into for, I want to feel good in my body. I'm taking care of myself. And when you can learn how to just love yourself and take care of your body, so much easier to go to the gym because you genuinely want to feel good in the skin you have. Yeah. And it, I will say that's always the easy part for me. Like, I love working out. I could work out, like, for so long. It's the, uh-huh. the cookies. It's the cookies <laughs> that get me. And... Let's talk about the cookies because I yeah. I'm not kidding you. I love cookies. I love pastries. And if and I'm I'm assuming you're the same, but if I eat too many, I feel sick. Just like a toddler. Yes. <laughs> yes. So when you're talking about loving yourself or deciding in advance, you can say, I know my cookie limit is about five. And it's about the fifth cookie that I start to feel a little sick. So at this family party, I'm only going to eat four. I'm not going to deprive myself from eating cookies, but I'm going to stop before I start feeling sick because I want to take care of myself. I don't want to have to deal with the consequences of my actions. (laughs) like that tiktok like oh look if it isn't the consequences of my own actions (laughs) but i totally understand that like and i always like in those moments when i am feeling sick i always like say hey remember this you don't feel good like yes next time you want to overindulge like that remember that it does not feel good Mm-hmm. So like when I'm in those moments, I like I really try and like ingrain that in my brain. Like, hey, too much is a bad thing, too. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. And I will add in here if it's something and weight loss is just so easy to talk about when it comes sure, to I know it's quantifiable. It's easy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and it's so relatable. But right. Let's, let's keep talking about cookies, too. If you love cookies. And you just cut them out of your life because you're trying to lose weight. It's going to be so much harder for you to either reintroduce cookies or to not eat them in in general. I am a I'm a believer in the idea of bringing the things that you want into your life. So if you love cookies, eat cookies. Just eat less of them. Right. <laughs> and. <laughs> So again, 
we know those limits of when we feel sick. We know we've overindulged too much. But we also know that we love cookies, so we don't want to totally cut them out of our lives. Right. And it's the same if someone, if you have the same pattern with chocolate or with alcohol, it's not about cutting all of it out, but it's about learning how to manage it in in a healthy way. Because you know you like to have chocolate at the end of the day. You know you like to have cookies. You know you like to have chips or donuts or bagels or whatever it is. And so don't just completely cold turkey it or cut it out of your life altogether. You can, but if it's something that you truly love, figure out how to way figure out a way to make bring balance into your life. I love that. Yeah. Totally agree. All right, Erin, is there anything we've missed to talking about with relation to goals, tracking them? I don't think so. I don't think so. This has been a ton of fun. And I always have so much fun. We need to do it more often. I know we really do. And I also do want to say you had a comment. Did it come from YouTube? The exactly what I needed today. Yeah. So yeah, Jeff, glad, glad that you were here for this because I think we all need a refresh on our goals. I think that's the only thing that I would go back and say again. I think we've touched on all of the points that we had planned, but yeah, I think just the bigger thing is that we're at the end of February. And if you feel like your goals were left in January and you have not even remembered your New Year's resolution, that's fine. It doesn't matter. Go back and look at what happened. Again, go like re-listen to the part we just talked about with obstacles. What happened? What do you really want? Do you want to have some goals? Whatever it is. And then create a plan that works for you moving forward. Because I truly believe that setting goals should be a daily thing, a weekly thing. Just make it a part of your life. And then it actually seems way less daunting. For sure. I love that. Well, thank you so much, Erin. Again, check out her podcast. Um, You changed the name of your podcast. I had a hard time finding it. Is it time for you now? Yeah, time for you. Yeah. Time for you. Okay. Because I was looking for it for like a little (laughs) screenshot and I was like, I was like, time is on your side. I I can't (laughs) find her podcast. Okay. Uh, But yeah, her podcast is called Time For You with Erin Woodruff. So make sure you go check out that podcast. And apparently she's going to be on a bunch of podcasts this year. So make sure you're following her so you know exactly where she's going to be and who she's going to be talking to, because that's going to be fun. Yeah, it's going to be a ton of fun. Thank you so much for having me, Sarah. This was so much fun. Thank you for listening to Family Tech Talk. Please make sure to subscribe and leave us a review if you are listening on Apple Podcasts. Feel free to reach out to me on social media. I am Family Tech on all platforms and respond to all of my DMs. You can also become one of my techs by joining the Facebook group, our subreddit, or the Discord server. Just search any platform for Family Tech and you'll be sure to find the community.